Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome in to The Lake Show, News Talk 830-WCCO. Another week of hanging out with all of you on The Good Neighbor. Plenty of Timberwolves basketball happening this week, three games. Tonight, Wednesday, and Friday. Tonight at Target Center, the opponent, the New York Knicks. Game's going to tip at <laughs> a rather unique time at 8.15, so I'm going to take it all the way up to Cal Solderquist in the pregame show at 7.45. But I wanted to start tonight with just a definitive statement that I think that all of us as Minnesotans should be proud of. All of us as Minnesota Viking fans should be proud of. Every Minnesota Viking fan should be happy, not just because the Minnesota Vikings are 7-1 and and are running away with this division. The Minnesota Vikings, for at least 24 hours, if not even, I I don't want to say that they're the coolest team today, but I know that they were yesterday. Not because of a win, but because of Two things in particular. The Minnesota Vikings were the coolest sports team on planet Earth yesterday because of their their interception celebration by the defense that went viral and because Kirk Cousins actually became cool. Bling, bling, icy Kirk Cousins. I like that. And I know that there were people like, uh, you know, a columnist here, Lavelli Neal from the Star Tribune, that's tweeting, put your shirt on. Don't hate because Kirk's got abs. Don't hate because Kurt had the bling on. The Minnesota Vikings were cool yesterday. The Minnesota Vikings on SportsCenter and every other network were cool. Yesterday and today. Did you see first take? 
Did you see Get Up? Like, who doesn't like that? I love it. We should all love when our team that we cover, that we watch, that we're fans of, that we root for, that everybody across the globe looks and says, man, I might not, I don't like that team. I'm not a fan of that team, but, 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 but you know what? You know what? That's pretty badass because we do it all the time. We look at a lot of other teams and players that we don't really like or care about. They do something cool, and we acknowledge it. Now everybody has to acknowledge us. I don't care if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan. You got to smile and be like, yeah, that's cool. I don't care if you're a Chicago Bears fan and you hate our guts. You say, yeah, that's cool. I don't care if you're a Packer fan that lives in Minnesota. Y'all know we had swag yesterday. So where do we begin? Let's begin with the, the celebration. The thing that I loved about the celebration wasn't, first off, it was super creative. And the Vikings have been super creative. I was living in Kansas City, and it was, what was it, Monday Night Football? Was it Monday Night Football? When we had the whole, uh, the, what was the, the, the uh, uh, what was the, the, the great, the, the Duck, Duck, Great Duck. Duck, Duck, Great Duck, yes. Yeah. That, that celebration. I had people at the station at 610 Sports Radio, like, you know what, man? I got to give it to y'all. That was, that was kind of cool. And it became a little bit controversial because, like, wait, wait, what? Because people were like, no, no, that's, that's not what the game is, right? So, so, but this is the deal. It was a talking point. When you had the hitman, Harrison Smith, get that interception, and then they did the bowling thing, it wasn't just cool because the entire defense fell to the ground. You know who really made it awesome? I think it was Jordan Hicks because he was the one that was twirling around like he was going to be the one, that the one pin, that, and then he went down. That made it super cool. So celebration, super creative, awesome. But then after you get – because remember now, we were losing at that time. Okay? We were losing at that time. And then ultimately, what ends up happening? You win the game. And in this world where we like to whip out cell phones and capture video, we had a swaggy Kirk Cousins. And look, I have been super critical of Kirk. I'm not going to sit here and even act like right now if there were a list of five athletes that I want to sit at a bar with or hang out with one night that Kirk is on that list because he's not. But Kirk knew what the assignment was. He knew what the assignment was. He knew put the bling on and let's rock out. I like it, Kirk. And he had fun with it. And look, there's a lot that's been said about the, I guess the you know the 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 atmosphere around um, the Vikings right now, and that they're a, a fun group. Everybody's loose, and that's you can see it. Kirk is loose, and I thought that at the beginning of the year, coming out of training camp in the preseason, that people talking about that 
were blowing it a little bit out of proportion. I'm not I'm not believing that. I'm believing that Kirk is having so much fun and a lot of it has to be give, giving credit to um to Kevin O'Connell. You have to. And he wasn't you know, it wasn't a great game, but it but he didn't have a great game yesterday because the damn offensive line has some struggles. But at the end of the day, the Minnesota Vikings the coolest sports team on planet Earth. All right, 651-461-9226. I can take your phone calls, but we're also going to get into, you know what time it is, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Vikings defeat the Commanders yesterday, 20-17. to 17. This is the Lake Show on The Good Neighbor. See, now I'm a little bit disappointed because Kirk Cousins knew what the assignment was yesterday. How can we come back from break Iced out Kirk Cousins, and you come back with this. Come on, I love new shoes, but come on, you're supposed to come back with like some Migos or something. Come on, Chris, you failed the assignment no, there. No, yes, no, you did. No, yes, is, yes. This, this is, is not bling bling. This is the stuff Kirk Cousins would rock out to with those chains. This is not. Bling bling music. No, man, this is Kirk Cousins getting down on the dance floor to new shoes. Okay, I mean, I think this is probably the hardest. Kirk Cousins has never heard this before. This uh, this would be way too hard for Kirk Cousins. I mean, I'm trying to. If we played anything, we else, got a new it, Kirk Cousins. It'd be a shot. He's bought Kirk, that action, baby. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, he's bought uh, that action. He's he's something. I, there are a lot of things that you can say about Kirk Cousins. I don't think I've ever heard the word cool to describe uh, Kirk Cousins. One uh, thing to get to real quick, I, I got to mention this before we get to the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, and we can take your phone calls to at 651-461-9226 if you want to weigh in at all. Or you can text the show on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Is why were people, like, shocked that Kirk Cousins has abs? Whoever thought that Kirk Cousins was fat or out of shape, like, I always thought that Kirk, like, Kirk's always been in great shape. Now, yeah, but you don't associate Kirk Cousins with being ripped. I mean, he's he's like, he's got the dad bod. I think that's No, what, he does not have no, a dad no, bod. That's what we would expect from Kirk Cousins. He would have, have, y'all, what, have y'all looked at him? Yeah, but I think the expectations were, you know, he's got that dad bod. He's got a little bit of... You know, no, he does little, not have a dad bod. That's what I'm saying. The expectations were. That's why people are shocked. But I, I'm not... But this... Can't you look at people in clothes and kind of like be like, eh, I can see that that person being no, fit or in shape. I, I mean, sometimes, but like when I look at you, I expect a dad bod. Well, but, I don't expect abs. No, well, good because <laughs> neither does my wife. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I mean, Kirk gives you just that, you know, just kind of that dorky square not hit person that I'm just going to go out and not somebody that you figure would be lifting and, you know, want to get their shredded DK Metcalf abs. And we do have a couple of, a uh, couple of text messages. We can get to that. We'll get to that right after we get into right. the good, the bad and the ugly. Let's go. I'm so happy. This will be a pretty good addition of the good and the bad and the ugly. Welcome to Minnesota, T.J. Hawkinson. T.J. Hawkinson, baby. I tweeted it 
about him already doing in one game things that were never done by Irv Smith Jr. And I wasn't saying that to take a shot at Irv. I'm just keeping it real. TJ Hawkinson is an awesome, extremely talented tight end. And I, 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 look, listen, I don't want people blowing this out of proportion. I'm not saying he's as good as the person I'm going to name. I'm just saying that there's some similarities in terms of, like, I think he's a bigger framed, not as athletic, okay? He's not as fast. But there's some similarities between, and, and please, I'm not saying he's as good as this guy. But there's some similarities between TJ Hawkinson and Travis Kelsey. I'm dead serious. And I will argue with anybody about you. TJ Hawkinson is an athletic tight end, a big physical tight end. And he's more, this is the other thing about it. He's more elusive than Irv. And Irv was supposed to be the elusive, nice, athletic tight end coming out of Alabama. He ain't that dude. He's yeah. not that guy. Yeah, I mean, you could see right away TJ Hawkinson is everything that I think they wanted Irv Smith to be. Because, I mean, what did he catch? His first seven catches, and what do you have, like nine targets or something? I mean, it Nine was receptions for 70 yards. Nine for, for 70. It's You could not have written it up better. And to me, this just, I don't think we're seeing the same Adam Thielen. So you got to diversify that offense. Oh, no, no. TJ Hawkinson's the third best offensive player on this team. I think he's, well, I would say he's the... A weapon, I mean. Yeah, yeah, I I would say... Dalvin's still better. Yeah, I would say right now he passes Adam Thielen in terms of wanting those targets. But maybe you take the pressure off of Adam Thielen and maybe you you slide TJ Hawkinson in there because I feel like the offense, we saw what it could be with TJ Hawkinson. Oh, man, TJ Hawkinson, man. Good stuff. (laughs) Lions fans should be upset. And, I mean... We stole him from Yeah, there. and if you hadn't seen him before, you'd only seen him in bits and pieces with the Lions. This guy, when healthy, is a top five tight end in the league. I believe that. I really believe that when healthy. You don't think so? Top five? Top five. Yeah. Could be. He could be. Yeah. He could be. You might be right. So. All right, so, um, and by the way, no, John, no, you do not have abs. All right, so. Um, a Caleb, how do you pronounce it? Is, is it a Caleb? A Caleb Evans. Yeah. A Caleb Evans. Kind of a tricky first name the way that it's spelled. Mm-hmm. A Caleb Evans, when Cam Dantzler got injured, he's lucky he didn't get seriously injured. Did you see that? That, that, when he went in there and that low little like play that he tried to make on the lineman where he tried to almost like he was trying to cut a line. Oh, Not yeah. Cut. And he got penalized for it too. He got penalized, yeah. but he got injured. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, he's that. lucky he didn't, like, get his back, like, severely messed up. But anyway, yeah, Caleb Evans stepped in nicely for Cam Dantzler. That was awesome to see because what is what is the thing that we've been talking about the last few years with Minnesota Vikings? The secondary? And the depth, yeah. And the depth. Evans stepped up. Oh, he, he was great, and he really hadn't gotten a whole lot of playing time. You know, I mean, you know, once in a while, okay, you see, you know, uh, uh, Metellus has played. Josh Metellus has played mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, you've had some Cam Bynum who's played, but Evans came in, and you just you don't want you, you don't want it to take a significant down. 
I think he was hyped, and he played well. Like, he was super impressive yesterday. And it I wasn't mean, just one or two plays. No, like, no, he was all over. And, and, and you, what you have to love about that is, once he made a couple plays, confidence. dude, his confidence just screwed. You get to see it. You I, saw it, I saw it, yeah. and the world saw it. What do they call that, swag? He had the swag. I wonder if, I wonder if, um, if uh, Kirk had on one of his chains. See, that's what they need to do. They need to have like one of those chains that they pass around on the sideline. When no, makes... no, 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 no. Now you're going too far. Now I'm going too far? No. No. What? You can't it, it, we, need to, we need to continue with the on the airplane. Each player put one of their chains on Kirk. That's what we, we oh, got to keep that going. Oh, see, I'm, I'm not saying like they're going to take off their. You no, know, we don't need the like turnover chain. Brown. That's okay. college football. Okay. We'll need that. I mean, we need something for the. These are the, these are the big boys. These are the pros. Oh, these are the pros. So the only yeah. one that gets to run around. Like real shirt- chains. We're talking about real chains. Oh, so the only one that gets to run around shirtless with chains is Kirk. No. That's not what I'm saying. The chains in college are not real. Oh, they're not? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So they're like the chains I would wear. They're fake, yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I can relate to fake. All right, let's get to the bad. The Vikings were not able to run the football. That wasn't very good. Um, but we did kind of think that that was going to be an issue when we talked to Matthew Collar last week. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, that was part of our conversation. He knew that that D-line yep. and that front seven was going to be a problem. Yep. We knew that. Yeah. And, I mean... He only had 57 yards total, 46 for Dalvin Cook. And I I give him credit because I think we're seeing now, Henry, that we saw it in Kansas City. We see it in Buffalo. We see a lot of these teams are becoming more and more reliant on the pass. And I at least I give the Vikings credit for at least continuing to try and you have to try. With, you, 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 you can't have, be one dimensional. Yeah, you have to try. Because, I mean, last night I'm watching, you know, Kansas City and I'm like, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Isaiah Pacheco, like, Jarek McKill, where, where are you guys? It's, you know, Mahomes drops back, and he's got this shiny new toy, and, you know, Kadarius Tony and, you know, Kelsey and Juju Smith-Schuster. But I'm like, at least they didn't run it for a lot, but at least I think they gave Dalvin, like, 17 attempts. So, I mean, that's what you can ask for. And lastly, the ugly? First off, the back judge. What the hell were you doing? Running in the cam Bynum. Yeah. Have you lost your mind, dude? Yeah, he, he tried to screw us. Well, it, it, No, he did screw us on that play. Yeah, but I think he probably had Curtis Samuel on his fantasy team. So, I mean, if you can get a guy from triple coverage into double coverage. That was as bad as it gets. Yeah. That was horrible. Seriously. Like, what are you? What were you thinking? He was thinking he needed points. I figure <laughs> it's probably a full PPR. He thought he was... <laughs> He thought he was the cheetah. He thought he was Tyreek Hill going for the ball or something. <laughs> like, what yeah. are you? Yeah, well, they they both have, what, spots and stripes and so. Along with the back judge in that particular play. Yeah. The protection for Kirk Cousins there was not good. Like, he had to get the ball out quick. Yeah, but again, we, we knew coming in that Washington's defense. Yeah, is, but it doesn't legit. mean that the offensive line doesn't get criticism because they didn't hold up. Well, they did. and, and that's, you got to keep it real. They Well, they do. It could have been a whole lot worse. I mean, we've seen worse offensive lines against lesser defensive lines. So, I, I mean, it's not going to be like that every week. This week, whoo, man, buckle up. Because yeah. it's, it's going to be it's going to be gnashing of teeth and clenching of jaws. All right, coming up next... Elon Musk, got to talk about this guy.
This guy is trying to destroy the significance of freedom of speech, and he doesn't care if Twitter fails. We get into that after weather on the Lake Show. All right, it's always open. The city's one plumbing talk and text line is 651-461-9226. And I have to be honest with you, I prefer calls more than texts just because I give a little bit more respect to the people that call in and challenge you when you have something to say, get it off your chest. I like text, it's fine, whatever, but a lot of people hide behind the text line. And it's not just a Minnesota thing. I did the same thing in, in Kansas City or wherever you go. You know, the the internet warriors and all of that stuff. It's 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 fine. We'll we'll read the text, you know. But I, I love the phone calls and people can get stuff off their chest. Uh, you, you mentioned that somebody texted in about Kirk Cousins. Yeah, there are uh, a couple of them here. Uh, the first one that we're getting to in the city's one plumbing uh, talking text line. Kirk Cousins is so underestimated by you, he could care less what anyone thinks of him, and that's the ultimate cool factor, someone who knows who they are, and they're comfortable with it. He doesn't need the bling. That's for people who think they have to impress others. Not a healthy way to live. With all due respect to the texter, you're an idiot. And the reason why I say that you are an idiot is because no one here is questioning Kirk Cousins' coolness. He's fine being who he is in his own skin. I am not a bling person. I don't wear jewelry. No one said that Kirk Cousins wasn't cool. I said he's cooler because he had fun with the bit. This is that what happened yesterday on that flight was a bit. It was fun. What are you you what yeah. what what show are you listening to? It You're not serious. comprehending the first 30 minutes of the show. You didn't comprehend the segment opening the show giving Kirk Cousins props. Oh my gosh, people are so Anyway, I any mean, other text? In, in real life, in, in real life, <laughs> like, on, Kirk, Kirk Cousins won. I, I mean, he doesn't care. No. And, and that's what's cool. That's that's what makes it. That is because it's so unexpected from him and he's buying into it. Like, it's all. Yes. He's having fun. He's it's having a fun bit. with it. Yes. I, I could win the Powerball <laughs> tonight and I'm not buying any jewelry. I don't. I. I don't care about bling. Yeah. I'm not a, jewelry, a jewelry guy like that yeah. at all. We do I'm with Kirk. Yeah. Uh, someone said Kirk's dance wasn't uh, as awkward as some others, but I like the dance. Good on him for having some silly fun. And somebody said uh, Henry's celebrations are stupid. Act like you've been there before. Oh, this the they don't like the NFL celebrations. Parent, no, they they yeah, don't like all teams uh, do it. Yeah, celebrations are stupid. Act like you've been there before. I mean, I, I, I like to celebrate. I mean, I, I understand it, but celebrations, now that the NFL is allowing the team celebrations. I think it's a part of the NFL. Yeah. There are certain times where I, I get frustrated, like mm-hmm. a few weeks ago when we uh, beat the, uh, the Lakers on a Friday night and everybody was chanting that they were winless. I yeah. thought that that was below us. I Honestly, I did. I, I did you know. Oh, see, I love it. See, I didn't like that. Needle. I didn't like that. Needle. You like that? I didn't like that. Oh, needle it. All right, anyway. Um... I am an active Twitter user. Everybody knows that at Lake Show seventy three. Um, and, and when we start talking about, because everybody talks about freedom of speech and censoring and cancel culture and, and all of these different things, 
one of the things that Elon Musk has been talking about is Twitter is for everybody, and he wants to truly allow people to relish in freedom of speech. And I have to be honest with you. I don't like Elon Musk. I don't respect him. And he's a liar. Because when we talk about what Elon Musk wants to do with Twitter, he wants to create chaos. He wants to engage people in negative conspiracy theories and promote like just bad things. The worst in Twitter has happened here in the last, what, week and a half, week or so? Oh, for like, sure, for like, sure. It, it, it's it's a different place today than it was prior to Elon Musk buying mm-hmm. Twitter, okay? it's it's, it's Now, I'm not going to leave the platform. I'm going to stay there, and there will be another platform that will arise. I, I'm confident of that. There, there's going to be something. The next big thing will be out there. Well, they're, they're, yeah, they're already starting to the, pop up. People off. are already starting to. But I No, but I think it's going to take some time. Oh, it will. It, I, but I do think that by the end of next year, there will be a platform that will be major, that will be big, that will rival Twitter. Now, will it be as big as Twitter? Who knows? But I'm not one of those individuals. Like I think like Whoopi Goldberg said that she was she was shutting down. She was she was hopping off. I, you have every right to do whatever you want to do. If you feel like there's a lot of bad things happening on the on the app mm-hmm. and happening on social media on Twitter specifically. Then that's fine. You You're can, right to do what's best it, for you. It's your right to do whatever. I don't think that exiting Twitter is. I don't think that right now, with everything that's at stake in terms of like we're talking about freedom of speech and democracy yeah. and just where everything is going in our country, I don't think now is the time to leave. Okay, but to each his own. But to talk about freedom of speech, and then in the very same or next breath say that you're going to suspend Kathy Griffin's Twitter account the same day that she just she she mocked him and changed her page's title to Elon Musk to me what was was what was the phrase that people came up with a few years ago on the right that you're a snowflake oh Elon yeah. Musk comes yeah. across as a snowflake and I don't care if you're an Elon Musk fan or not. If you are an Elon Musk fan, you can, go, you can always call the show, 651-461-9226. And just like I said earlier on Twitter, not a fan. I think he's trash. Is he wealthy and rich? Yeah, don't make him a good person at all. We've heard about how he's treated his employees at Tesla. We've heard about he came into Twitter and just started firing everybody, and now it sounds like he's trying to get people back because, back it's start, because it's starting to go all go downhill. Yeah, I, I feel like between the time that Elon Musk bought the platform and now, he's opened it up. I, I'm fine. Like, freedom of speech, I'm all for freedom of speech. Like, I'm all for it. But when you've got, number one, the hypocrisy, like you said, it's like, oh, well, free speech for everybody, but yet somebody takes a little run at you and you have a little, has a little bit of fun at your expense and all Soft. of a sudden and you're going to you're going to shut down her account because of that. Soft. Well, well, guess what? And then he's like, "Well, no parody accounts are going to be allowed on Twitter." 
dude, that's all you're going to be doing is trying to block all these parody accounts. And guess what? More of them are going to come up. So it's, it, it's crazy, but it's the hatred. It's the disrespect. It's the language. And frankly, that's, I think, I feel like he's purposely just trying to drive certain people off the platform. That and he's purposely trying to ruin Twitter. I honestly do believe he want, that. He's, bur- pe- he's people, burning it to the ground. Pe- people, people are like, well, hold on. Why would he do that? Why would he buy it just to – the guy is wealthy times 100. It doesn't matter to him. This is a drop in the bucket. And And by the way, he got money from other people to be a part of this thing, okay, in terms of like to, to make sure that the financial – perspective of acquiring Twitter was the thing. He got money from other people to help uh, invest in this thing. I just don't get the point of this particular thing yesterday with Kathy Griffin. I don't understand. He says that going forward, any Twitter handles engaging in impersonation without clearly specifying parody will be permanently suspended. I don't understand that. Going forward, and I'll repeat it again. And if you want to chime in, 651-461-9226. Let me repeat his tweet one more time. Uh, he stated that going forward, any Twitter handles engaging in impersonation without clearly specifying parity will be permanently suspended. Maybe, just maybe. Um, Jeff and Savage can explain to me, explain to me that particular, that tweet from Elon Musk going forward, any Twitter handles engaging in impersonation without clearly specifying parody will be permanently suspended. Do you get where he's coming from there, Jeff? Yeah, I get where he's coming from. He's coming from the point where she was using a, she was hiding behind a fake Twitter handle to spew her garbage. Why, why can't she? She wasn't. She, she, she just, no, she changed the, the, the top headline. She never changed her, her handle handle. Yeah. He said that she got suspended for using a fake account. It's not a fake so, account. I mean, that's not true. That's people. no, no. Let me read it to you one more time. Yeah, yeah. Going yeah, forward, you're, you're, going forward, any Twitter handle engages in impersonation without clearly specifying parody will be permanently suspended. He's talking about parody. Jeff, your opinion. That's your opinion. No, I'm reading that's you the tweet. Opinion. I'm reading you Elon Musk's own tweet. Yeah, but you don't understand it. Obviously. No, you don't understand it. Explain it to me. Explain it to me. I just explained it to you. She no, you didn't. A fake account. No, she was not well, using yeah, it. It was her account. What, what, what can't you understand about you? No, you don't understand. Account. You don't understand because you're wrong. Let me ask you this I since don't. you know so damn much. What is okay. what, what is what is what is parody? What is what is parody if you have to explain parody? He says without clearly specifying parody. What is parody then if you have to explicitly explain it? Defamation. Defamation of character Uh, because she's. Thanks for the phone call, Jeff. Thanks thanks for the phone call, Jeff. Jeff is clueless. Defamation? Defamation. Does he know what defamation is? Are we really starting to get into defamation and libel? What? What? What's defamation? When talking about this. Jeff, man, come on. You got to try again, bro. You got you to try harder than that because you're not. Man, I tried. Maybe, maybe I should have just kept it to the text. 651-461-9226. Appreciate the phone call from Jeff. Ablois Olsen.
doing a special election night show with Adam Carter. He joins us next year on The Lake Show. All right, election day is tomorrow night. I'm on the air from 6 until 8, so Lake Show for a couple of hours. And after that, I'm passing the baton to Blois Olson and Adam Carter. And Blois is joining us now on the John Schuster Coal Banker Hotline. Blois Olson, political reporter. Uh, then the morning take, the Sunday take. He does everything here on WCCO. He's filling in when when Mr. Vacation, that's what I like to call Jason DeRusha, because he's always on vacation. It's a late take tonight? <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's going to be a late take tomorrow. Blois, uh, how much coffee are you going to drink tomorrow night? Because you're going to be up and at it all night long, my friend. You know, I'll probably have one or two tomorrow night after six. My question, my real dilemma is, if I need one tonight, I'm trying to make sure I get a great night's sleep tonight. And if I have a big coffee now, then that's not guaranteed. So yeah, you yeah, don't do a coffee tonight, man, because you're gonna right. you're, you're gonna be you're gonna be needing to go strong tomorrow. And I know that you will. You and Adam gonna uh, take it at eight o'clock. But I guess my question for you, because you've been on this scene, man, for so many years, just the. <laughs> When you look at everything and the intensity of of these races and just the, the moment that we're in right now in not not only Minnesota but across the country, have you ever seen it like this where it's this this heavily debated, this intense, and this you know so many questions up in the air between these races and who's going to win? You know, like it's almost like the more information you get, the worse off you are. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to criticize it, but we have more polls than ever. We have more data points. We have more, which allows people to manipulate their point of view more and more. And it kind of takes away from that gut feeling. And I think the other part is that, you know, two years ago during the 2020 race, I did all this virtual. Mm-hmm. And so it was really hard to see. But now I've actually been out and about. I went on, you know, 14 city tour of the state, talked to a lot of people. But then there's a lot of people who haven't done that, and they're like, oh, no, you just follow the numbers. Just, and I'm like, well, no, I had a system before there was a pandemic. So, um, look, the real question is here is, is it, a, is it a normal night for Republicans in a midterm, or is it an epic night for Republicans in a midterm? And, and Minnesota has been known to buck midterms. So that's, those are kind of the three big factors I'm looking at. Well, one of the things that I don't know what you think on this, but but and we got about a minute left, but and this yeah. will be my final question because we're going to hear plenty from you all night long tomorrow night, you and Adam. But there's one thing that I have come out of this entire last couple of months doing. I don't trust polls anymore. What, what do you think? How do you think people are viewing polls overall in general? I think a lot of people have that feeling, but polls are – right more than they're wrong and that's all i can say paul douglas asked me that last week and it's like a forecast like paul douglas is right more than he's wrong but when he's wrong we're all annoyed we're ticked off and it ruins our day similar to polls yep blois we'll see you tomorrow night my friend i'll see you then h like take care all right blois olsen uh, check him out tomorrow night with adam carter hour two lake show next okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.